Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. We sell old time radio programs, Golden Age comics in PDF format, and we have other free podcasts. Visit comicweb.com for more information or find us on Facebook and iTunes. This week our podcast features two episodes of the soap opera The Guiding Light. I'm not sure when they originally aired, but it was sometime between 1937 and 1952. The new Daz brings you The Guiding Light, created by Erna Phillips. Ray? Ray! Oh, <laughs> come in, Charlotte. I was up here around 7.30. You were so engrossed in your work, I didn't have the heart to disturb you. But you've been at it since dinner time, dear. Don't you think you should relax a bit? Is it too late to go to the movies? Oh, I wasn't too anxious to go anyway. Oh, say, it's a beautiful night. How about a walk? Mm, No, I don't think so. Um, you're sure I'm not disturbing you? No, no. I was going to close up shop anyway. Something on your mind, Charlotte? Oh, why do you say that? Well, it isn't too often that you enter my sanctum sanctorum. When you do, you usually have something you want to talk about. Well, I do and I don't. I, um... I've been thinking about that extra room we have. Chucky's old room, huh? Yeah. Of course, it's fixed up as a guest room now, but we don't really have any guests, you know. Would you like it fixed up as a sitting room for yourself? Oh, of course not. Well, what were you thinking of doing with it? Well, I, uh... I was wondering just how you felt about adopting another child. You're surprised, aren't you? Naturally, I... I had no idea after the experience that we had with Chucky that you'd ever even consider going through another adoption procedure. I wasn't exactly thinking about a baby. Oh? An older child. Oh. What... What's brought all this up? Oh, I don't know. I... Maybe I was thinking of your background, having been reared in an orphanage without kith or kin, and what you've made of yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, what are you interested in, a boy or a girl? A boy. Around, uh, oh, 12 or 14. A boy who knows that his parents are dead and who knows that he hasn't anyone. A boy who would appreciate a home. And a father like you. That's funny. What is I've thought all along that there wasn't a husband in the world who knew his wife quite as well as I knew you. But you certainly have surprised me. Well, I... Oh, oh, that must be Mrs. Schneider. She promised me a recipe. I I won't be long, dear. Why, why, Mesa? Hello, Charlotte. You seem to sense a subtle change in Mater White, don't you, Charlotte? What it is, you can't quite put your finger on. The change will become more obvious in the minutes that follow. We'll learn more about this shortly. For white, white washes without red hands. I've gone back to Does. Yes, for white, white washes without red hands, the swing is back to Does. Does does everything in your wash and does right by your hands. I didn't think about my hands when I started experimenting with some of those no-rinse chemicals, but my hands couldn't take it. 
So now I'm back to Does. Does gives me white, white washes without red hands. Is a pair of red hands the price you're paying for doing your wash? Then use Does next wash day and inspect your wash carefully. Have you ever seen such dazzling whiteness, such thorough cleanliness, such brilliant colors? Have you ever seen all this with such wonderful treatment for your hands? Does can promise this because of the way Does is made. Only Does of all leading wash day products contains such great quantities of real soap, extra rich soap, combined with two modern detergents. Only Does contains these quantities of rich, real soap balanced with two modern detergents. That's why Does gets your clothes so wonderfully clean and white, while it gives extra safety for colors and almost toilet soap mildness to hands. That's truly why Does does everything and does right by your hands. Get Does today. You'll say it, too. For white, white washes without red hands, I've gone back to Does. When did Ted and Chucky leave for this camping trip, Mayday? Only a few days ago. Camping trip? Well, Mayday, isn't Chucky a trifle young for that kind of experience? That's been my feeling all along, but... Ted insisted that Chucky wasn't too young. And the youngsters seemed to want to go. You never can tell, Mayday. The boy might really enjoy it. I suppose so. Why haven't I heard from you people? When Chucky and I were here, Charlotte, you promised to call me. Well, I don't know. What with one thing and another. Didn't you want Charlotte to be in touch with me, Ray? Whatever gave you that idea? Well, it's possible, isn't it, that you might have felt... I don't quite know how to say it. Maybe it wasn't good for Charlotte to see Chucky or me. Oh, believe me, Maida, that's the last thing that entered Ray's mind. And I'm sure you know that that isn't how I feel about either you or Chucky. Why don't we tell Maida the truth? Ray, I, I don't... What do you mean, tell me the truth? About what? She may as well know, Charlotte, as long as she's questioned us. Ted stopped by several weeks ago. Here? Yes. It was shortly after you and Chucky had dinner with us. Oh, I... I think I'm beginning to understand... He was very angry with me because I had brought Chucky over here. Said it wasn't fair to either you or the boy. That's just about what he told us. And in a way, Maida, what he said made some sense. I know he wasn't really considering either Charlotte or me. Of that you can be sure. But he made quite a point about Chucky. He told you that at one time, Chucky had been attached. Emotionally attached to both you and Charlotte. That's exactly what he did say, Maida. He asked us not to see Chucky anymore. And you agreed not to? No. But he laid it pretty much on the line. He intimated that if it became necessary, he could legally restrain you from bringing the boy here. Which, of course, he could. In what way? To be very honest, Maida, none of us can really know just how much the boy remembers of his association with Charlotte and me. We can't be sure that he's forgotten two people whom he once called mother and father. How do you feel about it? I mean, in your own mind. I don't know. Incidents in a child's life can be buried very, very deep. Even in so young a child as Chucky was when we gave him back to you. It's obvious that Ted is afraid 
if the youngster sees a great deal of the two of us, something might be reawakened in his mind. He might come to be fond of us. Who knows, perhaps even more fond of us than he is of his own father. And that's what really concerns Ted. He went so far, Mater, as to warn us not to see Chucky. Did he say anything about me? He couldn't. After all, as he said, it wasn't for him to say whom you should or shouldn't see. But he was very definite about Chucky. You see, that's why I haven't called you. I see. Is there... Is there something bothering you, Maya? Bothering me? You don't... don't seem quite yourself tonight. Yes, I didn't want to say anything, but... When I opened the door and saw you, there seemed to be... Well, I don't know. But uh, as though you'd changed a little. I don't think that's quite the word, Charlotte. Changed. You're tense, Maya. You're not yourself. I didn't realize it was that apparent. It sounds very stupid, I know. But I'm afraid of something. And I don't know what it is. I don't know. You're worried about Chucky, isn't that it? His being away? Yes, I am worried about him. And I hope it is only because he is away from me. Well, isn't that natural, dear? The first time your boy has been away from you, any mother would feel the same way. No, I don't think so, Charlotte. Because I'm not sure if it's the fact that he's away. Well, what other reason could there be? I don't know. But for the past few days, I've been afraid to be alone. And not for myself. That's the strange thing about it. I keep waiting for something. I don't know what. Waiting for something? Something that might happen. Not to me. But to Chucky. When are they coming home? Ted called this morning. He he planned to be gone for ten days or two weeks, but... For some reason, he didn't go into it. He expects to be back sooner. I imagine toward the end of the week. Oh, then you have heard from him. Yes, I talked with Chucky. You've just got an old-fashioned case of the jitters. I hope so. I hope it'll turn out to be just what you said, Ray. Just good old-fashioned jitters. Oh, Maida, when you see that young man of yours walk into the house, you'll find out for yourself that you've been worried about him. But more than that, that you've been lonesome for him. I guess you're right. I, um... I suppose I should be going... Have you anyone staying with you at the house? No, I let the housekeeper have a few days off while Ted and Chucky are gone. Um, Maida, do you want to stay here tonight? Well, I... I don't want to impose, Charlotte. We were I... just talking before you came, Maida, about the guest room we have that's never been used. We'd like very much to have you stay, if you'd take care to. You know, if you hadn't asked me... I was going to ask you. Thanks very much. Why didn't you tell Ray and Charlotte of your nightmare, Maida? Why didn't you tell them that you feared for the life of your child? 
Have you forgotten your dream? You're not going to forget your fear. It will be with you for months to come. Here's America's newest wash day promise from the one and only Dove. White, white washes without red hands. Yes, Dove gives you white, white washes without red hands. Are your hands suffering from using those no-rinse chemicals? Then see why women everywhere are going back to Dove. Just accept this challenge. Change to Dove's next wash day. Then inspect your clothes carefully. Have you ever seen such dazzling whiteness, such thorough cleanliness, such brilliant colors? Have you ever seen all this with such wonderful treatment for your hands? Does can promise this because of the way Does is made. Only Does of all leading wash day products contains such great quantities of real soap, extra rich soap, combined with two modern detergents. That's why Does gets your clothes so wonderfully clean and white while it gives extra safety for colors and almost toilet soap mildness to hands. Does does everything. So for white, white washes without red hands, get Does today. Meta visits her family in Selby Flats. An unusual development in the relationship of two sisters in the next dramatic episode of The Guiding Light, brought to you by the new Does. Put new does in your washing machine. D-U-Z does everything. This is Clayton Collier wishing you good day and good dozing. Put new does in your washing machine. Finest does you've ever seen. Bigger news now when you sing. D-U-Z does everything. The new does brings you The Guiding Light, created by Erna Phillips. <laughs> Bill, how many cards have you? None of your business. Bert, come on. No, Tom. Come on. Oh, I just can't stand it that this card pile is getting so big. And Bill Bauer, if you freeze it again. All right, no talking across the table. Mm-hmm. Don't you just love this game, Trudy? It's all right. Well, who's winning? <laughs> no one yet, Papa. All depends on who gets the part. Yeah, yeah. It looks very much as though the two sisters have the edge on Bert and me, though, Papa. Oh, what kind of a game is this anyway? You pick up, you put down, pick up, put down. <laughs> An hour and a half already you are playing on the same game. Well, we're all such good players, Papa Bauer, that no Uh, one's giving uh, anyone anything. All right, all right, all right, genius. Make up your mind, Bert. Put down a card. I'm afraid to. Oh, Bert, come on. I'm afraid Maida's got a pear in her hand. Uh, Maybe you'll excuse me tired I'm getting. Oh, Papa, of course. You go to bed. Come soon again, Liebling. It was nice having you for supper and here for the evening like, uh, well, like old times. Thank you, Papa. I will. Good night, Papa. Oh, uh, good night, Papa. Good night, Papa. Good night, Papa. Good night, Papa. Well, Papa. Uh, Bert, will you please put down a card? Well, here goes. Well, oh, thank you, Bert the Bauer. No, I can't say. I guess that about does it. Maybe you're lucky. Uh, no, sir. Uh, I've held this pair of kings in my hand from the very beginning of the deal. Canasta. There's no use counting, Mater. With that pile, you and Trudy have one hand down. <laughs> It was a good game until now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what time is it, anyway? Hmm? Oh, uh, 10.30. You want me to take you home? Oh, is it that late? Oh, mm-hmm. it's not late. Now, don't tell me, Nader, that you're afraid to go home just because you thought you heard a prowler the other night. I'm a little afraid, yes. Trudy, would you mind very much if I shared your room with you tonight? Ted will be back tomorrow. I'm almost sure he will. Uh, 
Trudy will be happy to have you, Nada. You want to stay? Sure. I'm going to get bed- ready for bed now, so... You'll excuse me. I'll be along shortly. Good night, kids. Uh, good, good night, night Trudy. Good night, Trudy. I'm not so sure Trudy cares to have me stay. Well, if you want me to go home with you... Oh, that's ridiculous. Of course Trudy wants you to stay. Don't give it another thought, Mater. You never would have stayed in Selby Flats tonight if you weren't afraid to go home. Afraid to be alone. Would you, Mater? Fear does strange things to us. But you really should have gone home, Mater. We'll learn more about this in a moment. For white, white washes without red hands, I've gone back to Dunn. Yes, for white, white washes without red hands, the swing is back to Dunn. Does does everything in your wash and does right by your hands. I didn't think about my hands when I started experimenting with some of those no-rinse chemicals, but my hands couldn't take it. So now I'm back to Does. Does gives me white, white washes without red hands. Is a pair of red hands the price you're paying for doing your wash? Then use Does next wash day and inspect your wash carefully. Have you ever seen such dazzling whiteness, such thorough cleanliness, such brilliant colors? Have you ever seen all this? With such wonderful treatment for your hands. Does can promise this because of the way Does is made. Only Does, of all leading wash day products, contains such great quantities of real soap. Extra rich soap combined with two modern detergents. Only Does contains these quantities of rich real soap balanced with two modern detergents. That's why Does gets your clothes so wonderfully clean and white while it gives extra safety for colors and almost toilet soap mildness to hands. That's truly why Does does everything and does right by your hands. Get Does today. You'll say it too. For white, white washes without red hands, I've gone back to Does. I hope you don't really mind my staying here with you tonight, Trudy. Why should I, Meta? There's an extra bed in the room, isn't there? I wasn't talking about an extra bed. Look, Trudy, I think I know how you feel about me. You'd rather I wouldn't even come to the house and see the folks, because you don't want to see me. I was going to ask you to come and stay with me, thought it might be a change. But I didn't know if you'd want to come. Mater, you and Ted have been married for some time, you know. I wonder if you've ever stopped to think that not once have you given Papa and me a direct invitation to visit you and Ted. I've asked you time and again to come over. I don't care for that kind of an invitation, Mater. Come over sometime. Give me a call and let me know when you're coming. Mater, I, I really don't care so much for myself. But there is Papa, you know. I didn't think he'd enjoy himself. Why don't you let him decide that for himself? Trudy, you don't understand. I realize I'm not as smart as you are. But I'm not stupid either. You just won't get it through your head that my home isn't a very happy one, will you? Whose fault is it, Mater? Have you ever asked yourself that? 
I don't suppose it's anyone's fault, really. The setup is all wrong. It has been from the very beginning. And anything that's wrong from the beginning, Trudy, very seldom turns out right. Is that remark meant for me? I don't know what you mean. I think you do. Trudy, when Mama was living, I know you tried to be friendly, but even then you didn't succeed too well. I... I have made an effort to break down your antagonism toward me, but I don't seem to be able to get anywhere. That argument we had several weeks Maybe ago... Maybe I don't want to go into that. I don't either, Trudy, only... There's something we've got to get straightened out between us. Is that why you decided to stay tonight? No. No, it isn't. Do you want me to believe now that you're staying because of what happened the other evening when you phoned Bill, told him you were afraid to be alone in your house, thought you heard a prowler? Trudy, whether you care to believe it or not, I'm not home because I'm afraid to be. It doesn't sound like you, Maida. I have never known you to be afraid of anything. I, I think you... Just use that for an excuse. This is a good opportunity to get me alone. Well, Meta, I don't want to have any kind of an argument with you. I don't feel any different now than I did several weeks ago. Well, I've changed my mind about a few things since then. That's fine, Meta, but don't... Please, don't bother to go into detail because I'm not interested. Trudy, in a way, what I want to say to you is for your own good. It hasn't anything to do with me, really. Even though you might think it has. Look, you've accused me of a great many things. Some of them are true, some of them aren't. But you're not a youngster, Trudy. You're a mature woman. You're not stupid about most things. Maybe you're, you're not really being stupid about this particular thing, but I want to talk to you about it. Maybe you're just being blind, not permitting yourself to think, to reason. Really? You've made up your mind, Trudy, that the only reason Ross Bowling hasn't asked you to marry him is because of me. Mater, I don't want to talk about Ross. I don't want to talk and I don't want to listen. Well, whether you want to listen or not is entirely up to you, but I am going to say what I should have said a long time ago. All right. I'm fond of Ross. I think in a way Ross is fond of me, but he's never been in love with you, Trudy. He never will be. Darling, get that through your head once and for all. Forget about him. Listen, Trudy, there are other men, attractive men, in whom you could be interested, who could be interested in you. Give yourself a chance. Don't... Don't cling to something that doesn't really exist. Surely you must have thought at odd moments that if Ross really loved you, you and he would have been married by this time, you wouldn't be... Just friends. Trudy, don't you realize how ridiculous you were when you told me you were in love with Ross and once and for all I should leave you something, just something? Oh, Trudy, put down that brush. You're hearing what I say. You're listening. You're doing the talking, aren't you? What you refuse to get through your head is that there's one thing that means more to me than anything else in the world. Your son. 
Is that what you'd like me to believe, Mater? Well, that's the truth. I promised myself. And you might as well know this, that I promised Bill. I'd try to make my marriage to Ted work. I'd give it every chance. I promised him I wouldn't do anything... rash, impulsive. It's very interesting, Mater. But your promises don't mean a thing to me. I've told you before, and I'm telling you again. You're still in love with Ross, and he knows it. And back of your mind somewhere, there is a plan. A plan? Yes. You'll find a way, if you haven't already found it, of marrying Ross. Trudy, if Ross meant that much to me, I'd forget I had a son. Ted would like nothing better. He'd give me a divorce if he could keep Chucky. He wants me out of his life. And if you kept out of Ross's life, maybe I'd have a chance. No, that's where you're wrong. That's what I've been trying to tell you, Trudy. Oh, Trudy, stop daydreaming and wake up to reality. I've told you, and I'm going to repeat it. I'm going to try to work out my marriage. Yes, Mater. Until such a time as you can eat your cake and have it, too. Good night, Mater. Here's America's newest wash day promise from the one and only Dove. White, white washes without red hands. Yes, Dove's gives you white, white washes without red hands. Are your hands suffering from using those no-rinse chemicals? Then see why women everywhere are going back to Dove's. Just accept this challenge. Change to Dove's next wash day. Then inspect your clothes carefully. Have you ever seen such dazzling whiteness, such thorough cleanliness, such brilliant colors? Have you ever seen all this with such wonderful treatment for your hands? Does can promise this because of the way Does is made. Only Does, of all leading wash day products, contains such great quantities of real soap, extra rich soap, combined with two modern detergents. That's why Does gets your clothes so wonderfully clean and white while it gives extra safety for colors and almost toilet soap mildness to hands. Does does everything. So for white, white washes without red hands, get Does today. Ted and Chucky return from their camping trip in the next episode of The Guiding Light, brought to you by the new Does. Put new Does in your washing machine. D-U-Z does everything. This is Clayton Collier wishing you good day and good dozing. The Guiding Light is an American Emmy Award-winning daytime television drama and is credited by the Guinness Book of World Records as being the longest-running soap opera in production and the longest-running drama in television and radio history. It is also among the longest-running broadcast programs in history of any kind, being first broadcast five days after President Franklin D. Roosevelt's second inauguration. It aired on radio from January 25, 1937 to June 29, 1956, and debuted on CBS television on June 30, 1952. The final episode aired on CBS on September 18, 2009. The Guiding Light was created by Erna Phillips and began as an NBC radio serial on January 25, 1937. In 1947, the show moved to CBS radio before starting on television on June 30, 1952 on CBS. 
The show's title refers to a lamp in the study of Reverend Dr. John Rutledge, a major character when The Guiding Light debuted in 1937. The light was used so that family and residents could see it as a sign for them to find help when needed. Erna Phillips based the premise on her personal experiences. After giving birth to a stillborn baby at age 19, she found spiritual comfort listening to sermons by a preacher. It was these sermons that formed the nucleus of the creation of The Guiding Light. The radio show's original storyline centered on a preacher named Reverend John Rutledge and all of the people of a fictional suburb in Chicago called Five Points. Early ongoing storylines contrasted Ellis Smith with Reverend Rutledge, the, former, the former's cynicism often acting as a foil to the optimism of the latter. Reverend Rutledge's daughter, Mary, also embarked on a secret romance with her foster brother, Ned Holden. Ned and Mary would, would eventually marry in 19, 1941 with Reverend Rutledge's blessing, but not before a series of complications arose. Storylines in this area, era also touched on topics rarely discussed up to that point. For example, the character of Rose Kransky had radio's first out-of-wedlock baby. During the radio years, succeeding preachers carried on Reverend Rutledge's work, thus becoming keepers of the guiding light. The show's setting moved to another fictional suburb in 1947, Selby Flats, in the, in the Los Angeles area. The Bowers became central to the storyline in 1948. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next week.